0: Praise the name of the Lord. Welcome to New Life. Those who are viewing from your devices today and all of us who are here, we've already been welcomed. And so uh, we're feeling the presence of God. Uh, We're still trying to find out how we can uh, bring worship to you as well under the Facebook and YouTube rules. And so um, hopefully since we figured out how to make the camera go sideways instead of straight up and down, Um, we're looking forward to figuring that out as well because, uh, boy, did we have a good time in worship today. Amen. And we're going to talk about worship before we're done today. Um, This morning, I want to speak to you about peace, wonderful peace. And um, I almost sang that for a special today, but um, I put an extra song into the music today. I want to get into that today. We need peace more than ever in this country. We've been having turmoil and we're in the midst of a, folks, can we be honest? We're in the midst of a civil war in this country. Can we just be honest about it? We're in the midst of a civil war. It's gone, we've been um, for three and a half years, we've seen a cold civil war. But now in our cities, we're seeing the Civil War taken to the streets, Um, poor Minneapolis. Um, Some of those businesses are never coming back, and I feel so bad for those business owners because they put all their life savings into it. Some of them were immigrants. Some of them were African-American. One little grandma had worked her whole life in that store. It was her store. She served her community she she uh, invested in her community she hired people from her community and they burned it down and she doesn't think she's too old she said I can't rebuild this place I'm too old and um, it's just terrible what has happened in our country and this is why we need to I want to talk to us about peace wonderful peace and let me give you a, a little secret to help you on your peace. Um don't watch too much news, maybe 20 minutes of it, and then don't switch it on because 20 minutes is enough because they just repeat themselves all day long. And and if you want peace, don't watch, and and I'm not telling you which ones to watch, but don't watch CNN and MSNBC because all they want to do is frighten you. Um, skip those two there's some really good news organizations out there I'm not here to tell you which ones they are but you can find them and there's some wonderful news organizations that just are streaming you can watch them through your Facebook Um, but limit those as well try to connect with your family try to connect with your you know your kids your grandkids connect with your friends um, have more fun, my word, it's more fun to read Timmy's and Corey's posts than most of the political stuff out there, amen? Because I'll tell you what, it's more fun to see a kitty cat doing something s- silly than to watch them beat up on each other, amen? And then pray, pray like you've never prayed before for our country, Pray for each other. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your leaders in your church. Pray for each other. Pray for those sinners around you. Come on, if you start praying for those sinners around you, you're going to start seeing them differently and you're going to want to see them get saved. Amen? And uh, pray for them. Pray for yourself and your grandkids. Pray for everything you can possibly pray for. And then, like Genevieve used to, when you've gotten done praying, start all over again. Uh, We used to come to church on Tuesdays when I first came. And we used to have a prayer meeting at noon on Tuesdays. That went away. Um, Now we have our prayer meeting on Thursday night. And Genevieve would come and she would sit between the pews on the floor. And I'll tell you what, with her Alzheimer's, she'd start praying and she'd get through 20 minutes of prayer, praying for, and boy oh boy, you knew you were prayed for. And she'd get through her praying out loud and praying for everybody. And then she didn't remember, she prayed for him. And she'd start all over again and it became even more passionate. And when she we got done in that hour, you knew that you were prayed for. because And she would pray for all of you. Let me tell you, those who knew Genevieve, she would pray for all of you. And um it it really was hard when she was moved away into the nursing home and she couldn't and they moved her to another town so she we couldn't even go to get her and bring her to church. But you know what? She never stopped. Brother Hooper said that he'd go in and she wouldn't recognize him at first and he starts quoting the scripture to her. And he'd start with the scripture and she would finish it and they was she would do a whole chapter. And she would finish it. He'd start a song, and she'd start singing it. The only way Genevieve knew how, off key. And she would finish the song. And then she would look up and say, "Gary, it's you. And he says, yes, it is, Aunt Genevieve, it's me. And then they would have a wonderful visit. And so, God is so good. He lives. She lived closer to him. And so they used to get together. What a precious, we've had some precious saints in our church who knew about the peace. Oh God. Doris was sitting in her home one day, and she was sitting in her favorite chair, and she was reading the Word, and all of a sudden, she felt like her she was failing. She was dying. Everything, and, but she, she says, I, 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 I was just like, I knew. If I just closed my eyes, that was it, and I was dying. And she says, the presence of the Lord came in. And she says, Lord, I don't think I'm ready to go yet. There's still things to do. And all of a sudden she felt the strength of the Lord come into her and she was, she rebounded. And we had her for a few more years. No, I had never shared that story. I didn't even share that story at her funeral. But she, the, why was she not going when crying and fighting against this? Because she had the peace of God that passes all understanding. And it will keep your hearts and minds In Christ Jesus. And if we ever need a peace, we need it today. And so let's talk about this bond of perfection that God has given to us. Colossians 3, 12-14 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving, Hello? For, let, me, let me go back and read that again. Therefore, as the elect of God, that's you, right? Holy and beloved, that's you by God, put on tender mercies. Hmm, that's what we need. That's what we need more of. Kindness. Humility. <clears throat> meekness. Long-suffering. Bearing one another and forgiving one another. Boy, doesn't that sound like the fruit of the Spirit? Paul says walk in the Spirit. This is what we're supposed to be having, the fruit of the Spirit in our life. Forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But but above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. (coughs) Our bond of perfection, folks, is found in the fruit of the Spirit. You know, um, Paul says in the love chapter, now abides these three. What are the three? Hope, faith, and what's the third one? Love. And he said... uh, This is when we're all in heaven. We don't need all the gifts of the Spirit anymore, but these are the three that remain. Hope, faith, and love. And what did he say was the greatest of those three? Oh, it's faith, right? No. It's hope. No. Hope and faith just gets us through every day. Come on. Hope hope you know that you're getting to heaven. Faith you know is because you put your heart and trust in what Jesus did for you on the cross. But love is the greatest. Why is love the greatest? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. The kids were trying to tell you that this morning in their only kid way. Right? Right? Remember, the elect of God refers... <laughs> I like this note I put on here. Remember, the elect of God refers to those elected by God. And you're going to say, oh no, he's going to preach... Pray, dust. No, 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 you haven't heard the whole sentence yet. Let me start over again. Remember, the elect of God refers to those elected by God because they elected to know God. Are you getting that? Because you're now elected by God to be what? His elect. And how did you do that? Because you elected to know God in the first place. See, God doesn't have a holy lottery up there. There's some who believe, Calvinists, that um, I mean, hyper-Calvinists, that God has a lottery system. And everybody has a number, and when God puts His hand in and pulls out your... And if He pulls out your number, you're saved, doesn't matter how you live. You're saved. Well, you can live as a heathen, you're going to go to heaven, that's not what my Bible says. But no, the Bible says, by what are we saved? We are saved by grace through what? Faith. Not of works or God pulling your number out, lest we could boast, Right? We are saved because we have faith in Christ Jesus and what He did for us on the cross. That's why the preaching of the cross is so important. And there's so many who will not preach the cross today because it might offend somebody. Well, my word, Paul told us that the cross would be an offense. Right? God already told us that. But you know what? Sometimes somebody needs to get offended by the cross in order for them to get saved. Can you say amen to that? Okay. Have you given your hearts to Christ? Now I'm speaking to you guys at home too, or on your boat, or wherever you're at. (laughs) I just envision some of you sitting out on the lake fishing this today, and you're watching church. Revelation—it's not on there. um, Revelation twenty-two seventeen says, "And the Spirit." And the bride say, "Come, Hmm. and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely." That's Revelations twenty two seventeen. Freely he came, freely he gives, freely you can have your salvation. It's not a bunch of works that you have to do to get saved. It's a free gift by God the Father to you when you accept what Jesus did for you on the cross. Can you? Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you for this message this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us a bond of perfection to be lived out in our lives. But Lord, we thank you we don't have to do it in our own strength, but we can do it through the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord that Jesus came and died for us so that we could live. But Lord, more than that, we thank You, Lord, that You give us Your peace, especially in these days that we're living in. 2020, Lord, we thank You, Lord, that You have gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. And Lord, we can be assured of our salvation today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, let's before I move on from this to the next passage, this here twelve verses twelve through fourteen is speaking about our complete growth in Christ. (laughs) Well, if you've got the fruit of the Spirit in you, you're gonna have some growth in Christ, don't you think? Somebody asked me, "How come you hold on? To, you put your hands on the pulpit like this?" Because right now we don't have more than one camera, and I can only go so far. If I go way over, if I go this far, I'm off screen, aren't I? And and no, no, I'm still on screen. Oh, that's right, because we have it tilted. But if I go this way, and I forget myself, now where'd he go? Now, bye! Yeah, you know. So, I just figured I better just stick close. And you know, we Pentecostal preachers, we like to move and run and have fun. And, uh, but that's why I've been more stationary. And it was worse when it was straight up and down. Before we could la- landscape it, at least I can come over here and I don't disappear, right? How, how many do you? How many here want to grow up in Jesus? Come on, I've no. I had an uncle. You know, you know, uncles are old, right? I had an uncle that never grew up. My Aunt Alice's husband never grew up. And, and, and it wasn't that he just had a childlike spirit or attitude. No, no, no. He, just, he was always a 16-year-old kid, and that's what got him into trouble all the time. You know? And, and, and I know some Christians, they've been saved for maybe 50 years, and they've never grown up because, you know what, they never really study the Word of God. They never really pray. They never take their walk seriously with the Lord. They never let the Holy Spirit take over their lives. And you know what? There's something great about letting the Holy Spirit take over your life. There's something great about reading His Word and meditating on it. There's something great about praying to the Lord and feeling His presence in your home or wherever you go to study the Word of God. There's a reason why Paul says get in your prayer closet and get alone with God so that we can grow. But the Growing goes beyond just that. Yeah, it, Paul says to be a workman, needing not to be... What, what? You mean you're skipping over the first... Because we all focus on the first part of that verse in Timothy. Study to show yourself. Right? Approved. Oh, I just need to study, study, study and, and know it's in the book you know, in order to be... No, 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 no. To be approved. A workman. Oh, there's this next part. You want to grow in Christ? Be a workman for the Lord. Women, get busy for Jesus. I am looking, I am looking for some mighty men and women of valor to join our church. I need some mighty men and women to get up in front of the church here and play instruments. My word, we got a beautiful piano, and it needs. If I can have the, somebody playing the piano, we can go live with music on Facebook and YouTube. Right away. I don't have to figure out right now if I want to do that. I have to contact the people who... It's a mess. Because I can't just contact one group to do it for me. I have to contact each individual and get permission. And it's just... And I might have to pay something for it. And and it's just something else. You know, it used to be in Christian, with us Christians, that we wrote music and we put together... We might got our initial payment from the hymn book company or whatever, but after that, we just gave the music away because, you know what, as Christians, we never considered it belonged to ourselves because it was Holy Spirit inspired. It belonged to Him. But today, it's all about the almighty dollar instead of the almighty God. I've got a problem with that. I got a problem. I don't copyright my stuff. Why? Because it comes from the Holy Spirit. And Solomon said there's new, nothing new under the sun. Amen? Amen? It's different if you're writing a story. Just a plain old story. I knew a pastor once, he went to a conference, and he always used his, this is back when you had tape recorders. And he was going to, was sitting up in the balcony. He turned his tape recorder on because he didn't always remember everything. He didn't always catch everything in his notes. And the man said, turn all those tape recorders off. You're not allowed. This is all copyrighted. And the pastor got up and left. He told his congregation, everything that he has is from the Lord. It's not copyrighted. If, if the one who wants to copyright it, it should have been Jesus, not him. Because he was borrowed. My word, if you're taking it out of the Word of God. And you're explaining what's in the Word of God. How does that belong to you? I digress. That's a rabbit. That's a rabbit trail if I ever saw one. Paul reminds us here of who we are. We're the elect of God. This is how we behave by using tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. That word long-suffering means patience. My word. Uh, that's something I was trying to say this morning. We need to be more long-suffering with each other. Do you not agree? My And sometimes long-suffering is just having a little disagreement or something about sound. And we've got to be a little long-suffering until we can get it fixed. <laughs> right? We need to help each other get it fixed. We need to be happy. To help each other to get effect. Even though it's a booming boom. My word, it startled me too. <laughs> like, this, was not, this wasn't reality. This is, a, this is not reality. This is Satan trying to get us all upset with each other. That's, we need to remind each other. We're forgiving folks. America used to be a forgiving country. How do you think that everybody loves Robin Williams? Hello, was Robin Williams perfect? He probably—I don't think he was saved. I'm sorry, some of you are going to get upset with me. He said some things that sometimes we go, "Ooh, why did you have to say that?" But we would just forgive him and move on and just enjoy him for his sake. We used to be that way. Now somebody says something. Jeff Dunham says, a, he feels that we could have the end of comedy. And others have said it. Howie Mandel has said it. We could end up having the end of comedy because of this woke generation. Because they can't laugh at anything. They get so offended at everything. Well, my word. Are they perfect? Some of the things that come out of their mouths offends me, but you know what? I don't go trying to cancel them and get them to lose their jobs. My word, a school teacher, wonderful school teacher, teacher of the year, got fired the other day because he said a little nice thing about the president, got fired. How are you? Here's a man who loves kids who is celebrated by his peers as the teacher of the year, and he loses his job because he says something nice about the president. You know what? I never got upset when somebody said something nice about President Obama or President Clinton. I use them because they're the opposite party of our president. Never got upset when somebody says something nice about President Bush. Come on, folks. We're supposed to be forgiving people. Why? Because Jesus says, if you've been forgiven much, then you should also forgive. Now, that's my translation. That's my my way of putting it. He forgave us everything from the cross, and we can't forgive somebody a faux pas from their mouth. Now, it'd be different if they said something horrible and terrible, like all dogs should be kicked. That's horrible, right? Unless you're doing it like some comedian said, oh, my wife just has this little tiny dog like this. It doesn't even look like a dog. He says, when you can have a dog that's this tiny that you can kick like a football through the goalposts, that's not a dog. That's just a thing that goes, when you kick it like that, it goes, yep, 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 yep. He says, a dog is a dog. Now, that's okay. Not back. I use dogs because so too many times we kick the cat. Don't kick your cat. Unless your cat's clawing, yeah, that's a whole different story. You know. Then find out what no why are you clawing me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we're gonna look at Philippians four, two through three. It tells us how we can attain our growth in Christ. How we can attain our growth in the Lord. Philippians 4, 2 through 3. I implore Judea and I implore Cynthia to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion. He doesn't mention who it is, so don't it doesn't matter. I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers who, whose names are in the book of life. You say, how does that show us how to grow in the Lord? It's talking about our responsibility to one another. Come on. What Paul is saying is, help these two ladies line up with Colossians 3, 12-14. They're squabbling. They're, they're having a disagreement. Never happens in the church, does it? Never. And, just, and don't start making something out because it was two ladies squabbling. I've seen plenty of men squabble too. They're squabbling. They've forgotten Colossians 3, 12 fourteen, And he tells his companion there. Now, these ladies are part of the Hall of Fame of the Bible. These were companions of Paul. These were ladies who helped Paul reach the Philippians. The city of Philippi and its surrounding areas. They helped in the church there. These were real, these were women of valor. And then you had Clement who was one of Paul's associates who helped spread the gospel there. And then this fellow worker. Now we don't know who the fellow worker is. Paul, um, in this case, Paul didn't mention who it was, and maybe he did it on purpose because he's writing this, Colossians. He's writing Philippians, right? And he's sending it there. And the fellow worker knows who he is, but he doesn't want the two ladies to be mad at the fellow worker, so he doesn't mention them by name. Did you ever think, so you know, Paul is pretty smart that way, all right? He says just help these women. These are true women of God. Help them get over this disagreement. Help them to understand. That they need to put on tender mercies and be tender to one another. Remember that they love one another. Have kindness towards each other. In other words, see the, diff, the problem standing in the other person's shoes. Or in their case, sandals. Right? You know, sometimes if we start viewing the other person from their viewpoint, we will, will bring us to a place of gentleness and kindness and healing. Humility. Remind them to be humble. They're not the final authority on everything. You know, sometimes we we get into a position where we think we know it all. Right? My word, I wanted to get to to worship today, and I'm not getting to it today. Meekness. Oh, my word. Sometimes we're just not meek enough. Now, meekness is not something of coming from a place of weakness meekness actually comes from a place of strength when jesus died on the went to the stood before pilate who was he who was jesus when he stood we're not getting to the rest of the message today so relax back there who was jesus when he stood before before pilate well pilate asked him who are you are you the king of the jews what did Jesus says so say you well in reality who was he he was what the king of the Jews but he was also the king of kings meaning he was king over Caesar there was, Caesar wasn't over Jesus right Jesus was over Caesar I am the king of kings and the Lord of Lords who else was Jesus he was the creator of the universe now But He also came to be our Savior. And He needed to be the suffering Savior so we could be saved first. He came as the Lamb of God. When He comes back the second time, He's not coming back as the little Lamb. He's coming back as the conqueror. Amen? In the whole world, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. You hear that, Atheist? Even you are going to end up getting on your knees and confessing Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ is Lord. He's going to defeat the goat nations. And the sheep nations are going to rejoice. What? Yes, in the last days there's going to be goat nations and sheep nations. The goat nations will be under the iron fist of the Antichrist. And then there's going to be sheep nations out there that oppose him. And we pray, right now the United States has been acting like a sheep nation. But there are some in this country that want us to be a goat nation and turn our backs on Israel. And some of the rhetoric coming out of their mouth is so anti-Semitic, but even more dangerous, it's also anti-Christian. Why do I say more dangerous? Because all the Jews know they can run home to Israel. But where do we go? There, as Ronald Reagan says, if we lose this country, there is no place else on the face of the earth to go. I'm not telling you how to vote, I'm just telling you better pray. I'm not talking about politics here. I'm talking about you better pray and you better go and vote. Get out there and vote. Get there in person so your vote counts. And vote. And vote your values. I keep seeing these people that claim to love Christ and they, they're gonna, they are going to vote for somebody who wants to kill babies. That is not voting your... You're not voting your faith. Vote your faith. Whoever lines up closest to the, closest to the Bible... Should win for Christians, okay? So I'm not telling you how to vote. I don't want to preach politics. I don't want to preach Jesus and Him crucified. But if we would do that, guess what? We'll keep our freedoms here to keep preaching the gospel and keep sending millions around the world to get others saved. Can I tell you something exciting? I was going to do this in our announcement section, but I'm going to do it right now. We're struggling as a church. So if anybody who's been viewing us want to help out, just um, hopefully the website is right there, is right below me on some, if, on the watch parties, and above my head on the non-watch parties. Go there and you can donate to our church because we need help right now. But let me tell you why I know that God's going to bless us. Our church just gave to missions um, to South American Call this week. And it blew me away. I was so excited when Pastor Joe, when Bishop Joe called me, our missionary Joe called me and said our church had given $7,000. I'm not going to tell you how it came about because of how it came about, um, I know how it came about. They know how it came about, but I'm not at liberty to share how it came about. All I know is that God... Blessed, Brother Joe and done it through our church and I'm going thank you Jesus because I know that a church that gives to missions is a church that's going to grow. A church that focuses on missions is a church that's going to focus on their neighbors. A church that focuses on missions is going to focus on telling about others about Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I'll tell you what, he and I just got on the phone. I forgot all about that this was gonna happen and and he asked me about it and I said I he says if this catches you and says as much as surprise I said it sure does and then when I talked to our treasurer then it was like oh yeah that is so cool and I just praised the Lord for um how that came about. You know, that's talking about living That's talking about keeping our word. That's talking about what we've been talking about this morning. And I know God's going to help us with our financial need right now. He's been doing it all the way through COVID. And no, we have not taken the small business loan. We've been living by faith. We've been trusting by faith. My word, we just had to fix uh, uh, some technology here. Spent $700. and My word, we figured out how to do it and God provided. We figured out how to do it and God provided. Amen? Now, it's still costing us something, but we figured out how to do it because we run by tech- on technology a lot. And Corey was going, I can't fix this thing, I need help. Okay, let's get the help we need. Let's see, where was I? Oh, help these two ladies. My word. Hmm. I want you to know something. And the rest of my fellow workers whose names now my rest of my fellow workers, you help too. The rest of you who are my fellow workers, you help these two ladies too, because they're precious. They're precious ladies. Can you uh, let me put it this way. Case Lady, for you older folks, you younger ones don't know who she is. Case Lady and Doris Strand are fussing at each other. Could that have ever happen between those two ladies? Mm-hmm. Two mothers of the church fussing at each other. And Paul writes, will you help these two ladies? Because this is not who they are. This is not how they are. They're the sweetest ladies. Yeah, one's more annoying than the other, but they're the sweetest ladies. What? One's annoying. I don't... You know, we did that with Glenn Walters. We made them bigger than life. I don't want to do that with those two ladies. We know who they were. Because we used to always say... That's just Doris, right? But we loved them to death. We did. And they were precious to us. And for those who knew them, they're precious memories. And the only reason I mention those two is because it's how we keep their memories alive. It's good to know the shoulders we stand on. It's good to know that. So folks let's help each other now next week we're going to start off with um god's sanctifying peace you're not going to want to miss that because it's going to help you understand how god's peace works in our life if it's sanctifying peace there's a meaning to that that means we have been separated okay our sanctification separates us unto god right we belong to God. We are separated into God. We're separated into that place that we're supposed to live holy, right? Sanctifying peace is the same thing. God's doing it. He's separating us into that peace and then we can have that peace that passes all understanding. Amen? So you're not going to want to miss next week's message. It's going to be part two. And um, I, I had figured if I was super disciplined and just delivering it i got through the whole message however the holy spirit wanted me to go and take care of this and that except for the rabbit trail this and that and uh, but the rabbit trail didn't take up that much time but i want to be mindful of you who are who have joined us in our service and those who are here because we're still trying to follow even though we're into our next phase of our covid opening we're still trying to limit the time so one hour And uh, you'll be hearing things about, we're trying to figure out Sunday school in Awana. And we want to get our children's ministry up and going. And so um, I know one of our churches this week out west actually took their children's church outside this week because of what's happening. Because they could spread out further. Um, That's one of the reasons I like to, we're trying to figure out something with our clothes closet. And um, because we need classroom space, we need space for the kids to spread out. But we're trying to figure out what to do about space. And God will give us wisdom on that. And just um, if you would join with us and say, Lord, give them wisdom. Because we have such a beautiful closed closet. If you, have, if you live in Wapit or Breckenridge, you should take advantage of it. The fourth Saturday of every month, 10 to 2. And in between, you can call and set up an appointment with our closed closet queen, Carol and she will set up an appointment for you and uh um so that you can come and get in between so it's not like it's it's open really almost all the time but when we have the official day when you just drop in without calling that's the fourth saturday of the month so praise the lord and if something's not out there you can actually you could probably go through a box of if you need certain things for fall or summer they might let you even go through. about I'm putting her on the spot now, but she'd like to get that sorted through anyway. She needs help. So if you want to come sort through, you get the first takings, Ooh, that's good. Anyway, amen. Well, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you for this service today, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, that you would bless everyone. Um, those here in the sanctuary, those who are watching through their devices, Lord, touch us I pray in Jesus name and I thank you Lord that we can live in your peace help us Lord to let the fruit of the spirit become more real and real in our lives help us to grow in you Lord and we praise you for this in Jesus precious name and Lord I also pray for those who don't know Jesus if you like to know Jesus this morning all you have to do is say Jesus come into my heart forgive me of all my sins I believe that you died for me on the cross and that, Lord, Your blood has washed, now is washing away all of my sin. Lord, I believe in You. I believe You rose for me um, from the dead. I believe that I, You've made a place in heaven for me right now. Thank You, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. And if you prayed that prayer, will you go to the website? Send us a note or just type in there. If you're on Facebook, um, type in there. Um, in the comment, we want to send you a movie all about Jesus, and it's just the life of Christ. Uh, we're not going to, we're not asking for money or anything else. All you had to do was get saved today. You didn't have to pay for it. Amen. Our gospel is free. It was freely given, and we freely give it to you. But well, we love you. Um, and if you live in the Wapping and Breckenridge. Area, We are located at 1021 South Center Street, 1021 South Center Street. We'd love to have you join us. And join us this Thursday night. And what a precious service that is. Until then, we'll see you Thursday night on Facebook Live.